Hi everyone, and welcome to Raspberry Rock ASMR with me, Alicia. Are you one to make annual resolutions only to have them fade away? I readily admit I have undertaken my share of resolutions only to have them dissolve within a month due to a lack of motivation and overall commitment. Some included having a vegetarian day of meals at least once a week, drinking warm water with a slice of lemon every morning before breakfast, and meditating every day for 20 minutes. My intentions were good. I desired a healthier me with an overall sense of well-being. What I didn't realize that I was putting a whole amount of pressure on myself not to quit or fail. To do this would result in disappointment, a negative outlook, and set an unpleasant tone for the rest of the year. I resolved not to resolute. What is the purpose of a New Year's resolution? Some may say it's committing oneself to improving life in the upcoming year by setting a goal or changing a habit. The notion of resolutions originated with the Babylons approximately 4,000 years ago. As a way of honoring the new year, festivities were dedicated to the rebirth of the sun god Marduk, known as the Akitu festival, which lasted approximately 12 days. The Babylonians made promises to the gods to pay their debts and return any objects they borrowed. If they stuck to their promises, the gods would bestow favors on them during the upcoming year. If not, they would fall out of favor with the gods. Similar practices were adopted in ancient Rome, with Romans offering sacrifices to a deity and promising good conduct for the year. Early Christians marked the new year as an occasion to reflect on one's past mistakes, resolving to do and be better in the future. Serious stuff that can be interpreted as keeping yourself in line. What if instead of being so serious, we approach the new year with simply living life with an outlook of happiness, well-being, and inner peace? Let it be about honing in on our body, mind, and spirit listening to it and nourishing it in a way that cultivates positive self-care. For the new year, consider trying these approaches. Intentions. In my yoga practice, I set one simple intention, such as I will remember to breathe. Recall those earlier goals I set upon myself, such as eating vegetarian meals at least once a week. In a way, my resolutions almost seem like command and control. I have to do this goal every week or else. Or else what? The inner child in me is going to rebel and want to break the rules. Think of an intention as an open direction you want to go in with no rigid date. Meaning, Every morning, I do a short meditation with very specific intentions that gives meaning to the why and the how I want to live my day and life. These meditations fill me with happiness and gratitude. Reflect on the why of your intention. Let it be void of, I should do this, or I have to do this. How is this type of self-talk creating a sense of happiness? Connect to your why and remain connected with it for meaningful intentions that encourage happiness for you and resonates to those around you. Space. 
sometimes we stand in the way of ourselves. Clear the path of negative thoughts and let your positive intentions shine. This means clearing negative thought patterns about ourselves. Try getting into the habit of positive self-talk. Mantras. I have spoken about mantras several times and it's worth mentioning again. Mantras have helped me through challenging times. The one, two-word, or brief phrase keeps me guided on my path through the good, the bad, and the neutral aspects of the year to come. Settings. Whatever it is that you want to encourage in your overall well-being for the coming year, the setting promotes its cultivation. This may require a shift in how you approach or do things. Crafting podcasts definitely promotes a sense of wellness for me. My setting is a quiet space with my notebook in hand. I situate myself near a window when I'm at the cabin to have a view of the beaver pond. When I'm in the city, in the evening, I have a candle lit and some jazz playing softly in the background. While my intention is to put out a weekly podcast, you will notice the month of December has been scant. Although my setting at the cabin has been serene, the technical setting is quite different, presenting me with some challenges that I need to work through. I have learned to shift with any given moment and not lose sight of what cultivates well-being for me. Let your setting nourish you and continue to nourish you throughout the year to the best of your ability, shifting as needed to realize what makes you thrive. Part of thriving is overcoming fear. As we proceed through the winter months and resolve to rest and replenish, we seek to understand our essence. For some of us, this is not an aspect we want to face. In my readings, I have learned the water element dominates winter. What does that mean and what does this have to do with fear? Traditional Chinese medicine associates winter with the water element. Much of Chinese medicine is based on the five elements of fire, earth, metal, water, and wood. The five elements is associated also with the seasons, in addition to color, direction, taste, and emotion. The winter element is water, its organ are the kidneys, and its emotion is fear. As I think about the next couple of months of 2020, there is potential for big change in my life. Am I ready for the change? Have I weighed out the risks? Have I assessed the pros and cons? And that's when my fear begins to creep in. My self-talk takes over, my emotions ramp up, and self-doubt fills my headspace. My time at the cabin has been spent building up my emotional capacity of self-confidence. I got this. Whatever 2020 brings for me, I got this. Now, connect fear with the water element of winter. Remember the winter season is a moment to rest, retreat, and reflect. The more we do of this in the winter months, the more we can expend this energy in the spring, summer, and fall. Water flows. Imagine all the wonderful ways water presents itself in nature. Now think of our energy as resembling a body of water, be it a river rapid, 
a meandering stream, or the ocean waves. The flow of water is flexible, and if you visualize the many forms water can hold, there is this sense of willpower about it. Here at Raspberry Rock, when we trek across the property in winter, we come across beaver ponds that are most certainly frozen. Yet, we may find a trickling stream a few feet away, emerging from a broken sheet of ice. It's almost like the water has this type of willpower to continue to flow. I feel a sense of awe when I see this marvel. The willpower of water likens to the willpower we can carry throughout the new year, a willpower of courage to overcome internal fears and fulfill a true sense of well-being for ourselves. Resolve to be you. Circling back to New Year resolutions, I'm realistic enough to realize that the upcoming year will be filled with highs and lows, but that doesn't mean that with each low I encounter, my response is to run in the opposite direction or abandon my self-improvement practice altogether. What I will do is continue to exert effort into my practice by summoning the willpower to carry on. Call it what you will, a path, a journey. It never ends for me. It may seem daunting to think of my practice as never ending. For me, it's an abundance of opportunities to grow, be courageous, work through my vulnerabilities, and to be patient. In a way, I am forming new found habits along the way, those of kindness and compassion towards me, something I can certainly benefit from in my daily living. This is where intention comes into play rather than resolution. I mentioned earlier to think of intention as an open direction you want to go in with no rigid date. The word intention is derived from the Latin intendere, to turn one's attention, and intentionem, a stretching out. Intentions offer mindful moments of attentiveness that are flexible rather than those rigid resolutions. For example, one of my intentions for the new year is to be kind and compassionate towards myself. This practice consists of daily occurrences, not just a one-time transaction. It also means the breaking of habits and incorporating new ones that benefit me into being more self-aware of how to be kind and compassionate towards myself. Five deep breaths before I get out of bed is showing kindness to the rejuvenation of my body, mind, and spirit, rather than reaching for my phone and reading the latest news reports. I can still check the news, but it can wait. I come first. Those five deep breaths bring me into a state of awareness. Sometimes on the weekends, I may forget my practice. That's okay. Tomorrow is another day to reconnect. There is no harsh judgment, and my intention is still intact to be with me throughout the year. A friend of mine suggested I do a vision board in which I can attach various images to a type of Bristol board or piece of paper. The board can be a collage of words, pictures, anything that represents what you want for yourself in the new year. 
Place it where you can visually remind yourself of those inspiring intentions every day of the year. Look forward to the new year as an opportunity to grow your self-care practice. May it bring about a daily living that fulfills you with a sense of contentment and goodwill. What could be better to focus on this year? The answer is you. Wishing you a wonderful new year, my friends.